of Truth on Dilated Podcast with Della and Kishi. Bella is going to start shouting now. So Kishi should be, it should be Kishi and Bella, but anyways. So we're not the only guys here today. But before we yes. dive into the entire juicy news that we have for you guys, mm-hmm. I'll introduce our guest because he's somewhat special to me. So let's go. Bella is going yeah. to be feeling jealous right now, but anyways, then, another news. Did you have to say news, that? Really? News flash, guys. I'm the one with the shaker today. I can't I think pretend. I can't believe this is the shaker. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to be using it even when it's not necessary. But guys, it's such a joy to mm-hmm. be here. And we're so excited yes. to be back again. And we want to yes. say a very big thank you for all of you that listened to the first episode of season two. Yes, I was going to ask you that how was episode one for you? Because mm-hmm. I remember I texted her and I was like, there's just something about this episode. It, it was just amazing. Like, I listened to her and I was like, ah, is it Kishi and Bella that's speaking wisdom like this? Or what's going, what's going like, on? Guys? What's going on? <laughs> Where did it go so wise? I'm a custodian of words wisdom. What you mean? Mm-hmm. What you mean? What's that? Anyways, thank you so much. I got some feedbacks that were just so mind blowing. Not because of the fact that there was the wisdom that was sparked in the entire um, conversation, but the fact that there is a little bit of difference in where we were in season one and where we currently are in season two. It's just one episode yeah, that people were, that. Yeah. yes, people were That's able good, to see and that. I'm really grateful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've evolved over the course of just one month span. And it's such a big deal to me because that's the goal. We don't want to be the same person you listen to over and over without a level of growth in what we are doing as a um, as an individual for ourselves. We want you guys to be able to follow our growth process and constantly see that this person is learning a lot, a lot more, and this person is becoming much more better. They are metamorphosizing into the woman that God has called them to be. And on that note, we say thank you once again. And please, guys, if you don't rate the podcast, it's not going to help with. Um, views on all our chats for Apple Podcasts. And why I want to yeah. say this at the very beginning is because somebody was telling me that she wanted to recommend it to somebody and she forgot the link. But unfortunately, that person could not see it on the chat, like top 15, top 20, top 100. So please help us, guys. Should we kneel down? Like, do you want me to kneel? Please. Please. We can send you memes of us kneeling down. It is that deep. Like, <laughs> don't that deep. I don't think they need that. <laughs> Okay, guys, so let's dive into today's conversation I want to share with you. And we don't want to just bring all of this insight from our own wells of wisdom. We, de- we believe that um, there are some things that we can't really expantiate or explain so much on, not because we are not wise or because we don't study the world, but because we don't really have much experience in those areas or possibly that there is somebody that we believe that um, God has been able to take through the process of experiencing that. And there is so much they could say to that. Um, conversation or to that subject matter and topic. Yeah. So in the yes, pressing yeah. of my amazing, I, I feel like I'm going to start blushing if I do this intro. Let me breathe. Let me breathe. <laughs> Guys, what do you need to breathe? One thing I'm just thankful for that you mentioned, and I feel like I want to reiterate is the fact that we don't know everything. Because I feel like sometimes when people listen to our podcast, they think that we know everything. And then you have to like mm-hmm. keep um, like repeating it that oh we don't know everything. No. We don't so like as, in as much as yeah as we say some things, there's nothing wrong with taking taking it through the lens of the word and through the lens of the Holy Spirit to guide you. 
Yes, yes, I totally agree with that. I remember you said something last week where we were talking about the fact that we personally don't always agree with ourselves eye on eye to eye on everything, even as friends. And that's okay because we are all on different journeys and our understanding would always be different. But the goal is that whatever we are, um, we are standing by whatever our convictions are in whatever area, in diverse aspect of life, it should be rooted and anchored in the world. So I think that's one thing we can agree on. And at the end of the day, you guys will be, you know, you'll be fine. <laughs> so anyways, let us dive straight into this aspect. I'm so excited. Bella, you don't have the shakery, so I'm going to have to do the shakery and the intro together. In the person, in the person of Mr. Oluwa Tony Abraham. Before I let you say anything, guys, Tony is my brother. So if you see me anywhere, just call me a brother. Can't you just pretend like you don't know him? Does everybody have to know I that you, it's your you brother? What's your like problem? You <laughs> Guys, I'm so privileged, so honored, so elated to be having my brother on this conversation today. And I'm going to remove that brother part because you might start saying, mm, maybe she brought him because he's a brother. No, we actually had to go through a process of sitting down and asking God questions and who yeah. he thinks is fit yeah. for yeah. this topic. And God laid it on our hearts that you should consider this person and we had two options but it was just the best person because he's going to share a lot of things that would make you understand what i'm saying i would justify every single reason for us bringing in here so mr tony over to you thank you so much for honoring our invitation it's such an honor to be here with this one and only beloved of the lord welcome on board to see you forecast how are you feeling <laughs> Thank you very much, Kishi. Um, I, I didn't even know how to respond to that introduction in the first place, so I'm just Are going to be very me? quiet. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I'm blushing, to be honest, because uh, anyone, anyone who knows Kishi and Kishi's introductions know they have a way of swelling the head, and I think it's it's really swelling my head right now. It's loud. I agree with you. Yeah, so do you so, want to introduce yourself to us formally? I didn't say what you do, all of that, where you are. Let, let them get to like know you. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm Oluwa Tony Abraham. Um, I, I like to call myself a citizen of the world, although some people disagree with That's that statement. Bro. But, um, yeah, the, the earth is the Lord's and <laughs> yeah, the, the earth is the Lord's and the and the fullness there. So I, I see myself as someone who settles in places um mm -hmm. over a period of time when God says be here for a while and all those things. Um but yeah, apart from that, I have the privilege to run a Christian-based tech company called Tefi Digital. Um we build oh, wow. software products for people. Um yeah um what else what else about me please I, tell I, them I, it's a kingdom financier global <laughs> man it's so humble uh well let yeah, the man talk. i guess let i guess talk, i guess Kishi, i guess Kishi knows me so well so uh, i accept everything she says uh, i think above all i've just been someone who who's been blessed and loved by god so much um for those who know me very well and who know me on whatsapp my name is actually or 
I I put I put um, an end to my name, which is Oluwatoni the Beloved, and it's something I got from my walk with God in 2016, <clears throat> where I knew that um, no matter how far I go, um, no matter how much mistakes I've made and everything, I would always be beloved by God, and nothing is going to change that. Um, yeah, just taking every day as it comes in God's love and wisdom, definitely. That's so nice. See how humble it is. It's so nice to listen to you. It yeah. is like, thank you so much for that reminder. When you talked about yeah, something that, that you said, that I actually, I'm so sorry, Kishi, that I actually want to reiterate, mm-hmm. and I feel like it's so important, is how you mentioned like all of these big things that you are doing, and then you said, I am blessed and favored by God. I think that's like the most important thing to remember. Honestly, that's mm. like the most important thing to remember. That as long as you are God's child, you are blessed and favored by him. You get his hand is upon you. So I like the name, the beloved. Funny enough, I'm, I don't even want to go into that just today, but that, the beloved, just reminds me of something. So I, I really like it. And mm. it's so nice Thank to you. meet you. It's so nice to meet you. Thank you very yeah. much, Bella. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I think for me, what he said about being the beloved of the Lord is the major highlight from this little introduction he gave to us because um, there are so many things that is just similar um, in my journey with Bella that every single time I say it over and over, me and Bella, we are like soul sisters. Most of our journeys is a little bit similar. And every single time I, I we have a conversation around the fact that we had a messy past, I will say this over and over to myself. I'm scared that there's possibly some people that I, I should have met, but because of the kind of past I had, they might not be willing to like associate themselves with me. So mm-hmm. every single time I have that kind of um, fear, one of the things I got used to remind me is this, I love you no matter what, like, Kishi, I'm madly in love with you. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. And if the creator mm-hmm. of the universe is madly in mm-hmm. love with me, who goes like, there? Who goes that man? Do you know that you because... this God is for me? Who? Who are you? Who can like, who can against me? me? So, yeah, yes. definitely. It's such definitely. a big deal. Definitely. I like it. So um, our, our topic for today is a little bit long, uh, but we'll not be saying every single details of what the topic entails and just, you know, dive into it and let the spirit of the Lord lead us wherever he wants to take us to. But one of the things that I love about this conversation of today is because we are in the new year, so it can still be applicable to new things, experiencing new realities, the 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 blessing of new beginnings the blessing of new beginnings and i can remember when i was talking with bella and bella was like mm, Kishi, what do you think um uncle tony was like call tony uncle tony yes <laughs> and she was like why do you think she calls him uncle tony she's not doing uncle tony here because it's yes, uncle tony. i don't understand bella do you have to keep exposing me so that just like that uh-uh. I'm going to drink water. So I call him Uncle T because he's my uncle. Don't call him that, guys. It's not your uncle. Look for your uncle elsewhere. I'm intentional about my uncle. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so I was was telling that that I feel like one of the reasons God highlighted him is because of the fact that he has just gone through a season of transition. And it's so beautiful to see how he processed all of that. I've been in his life for the last three years. That's such a huge thing to me, by the way. And every yeah. single time I experience him go through transition, one of the big things, I'm not trying to flatter you because you're here. One of the big things I always say over and over that Tony, 
just live out is this be still and know that I am God. I don't know how he does it, but there's this level of calmness that Tony exudes in trying times that he helps me really rest and just know that Kishi, if you're going through serious life changing situation, aside from God being your anchor, being your pillar, being your strength in time of need, he has surrounded you with people that can be pillars. And Tony is one of them. I do not joke with how much he's able to hold me when I'm going through hard times. And I've gone through several of them in the course of us being friends. But one of the highlights I would want to just use to explain all of these things, and I'll ask him to talk about is this. Um, Tony, you could remember how we talked about the fact that it's almost like you're in between, you're often in between jobs. And it's always beautiful to see that no matter whatever it is you're going through, I was asking Tony the other day, like, how do you handle rejection? And it's like, I've, I've got more than, how many do you call it? How many mails of rejection letter did you call it? It was, um, as at the last time I counted, it was over, it was over 500 rejections. Guys, so I actually didn't get the mind to count. It was just one day, um, I, I decided to filter my mail and i don't know why i did it but okay um let, let me just put something out there god speaks with me sometimes in very strange ways and um and when i do the things he says i should do i find the reason why he tells me to do them for instance um so um as at this time when i checked um and i'd gone through about 500 plus if i can remember rejections um he was trying to prove a point to me at that time, Tefi was not even concept um, conceived in any way. Um, mm-hmm. It was still an idea brewing in my head, um, and I'd not I'd not even taken the steps to say, "Oh, I want to start something for myself, and this is the way I want to go about it." So it was just God saying, "Go through your applications." And funny enough, I'm the kind of person who. Um, when I'm invested in something, I dedicate time to that um, thing. Yes. So for instance, I had an email that's specially dedicated to applying for jobs. I have a second yeah. email and I could apply for jobs from that email, but it will be once in a while. But all the time, if I need to do any applications, I direct it through this particular email. So it was easy for me to just go back, take a look at it and say, oh, yeah. these are the number of people who did not see potential. And hmm. well, at the end of the day, it's their loss. It's not my loss. We still them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think <laughs> one thing I'm, 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 I don't know if I can sense in your voice is the confidence that you talk about when you're talking about like rejection. Like that's not something that you see in like the Christian dom because people, people always want to say, oh, God is good, God is good. But God is good doesn't mean that every situation will be good. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Um, so I can actually speak to this. Um, uh, so the thing with rejection is you as a Christian have to bring yourself to that point where you can trust God and trust his word over you. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I say trust God's word over you, what we normally hear people say is, oh, read your Bible, pray and all those things. But we are human. Right. I'm telling you that before I gave my life to Christ, I thought that was the normal way to grow. Read your Bible, pray every day. I think I mean, there's even I a song to it, right? Yes. Yes, and, now, and it's I not that song. The truth is, it's not bad to read your Bible and pray every day, right? But you yes. need to come to a 
point where even the relationship with reading your Bible is one. Mm. Um, so I've I've come to a point where I've heard people say, oh, if you do Bible plans, um, you're not reading your Bible. But guess what? It's the way some people actually immerse the Bible and they are very mm. good at it. Yeah. I've heard some people yeah. say, oh, the only way to read your Bible is to wake up early in the morning before people start talking. And then you actually open the Bible and read it. But I've seen people who do only audio Bibles and they are good at it. And the Rema mm. they spit out from listening to their Bibles alone. <clears throat> so it's it's about your relationship with the spirits and with how you are supposed to immerse the Bible. Um now let me let me put something in a practical way. If you are the kind of person who normally the way you learn is by practicing something. If mm -hmm. you apply that same thing to your Bible, you'll find out it's the same way for you. The way you'll mm. be able to immerse the Bible is to put something into practice that you've read in the Bible, which a lot yes. of people don't talk about, right? So let me bring this back to dealing with rejection. Um, it's not just about reading the Bible and praying, but it's about speaking God's word for you over yourself. Ooh. And Ooh. speaking that word is not just um, any word that comes. It's not just, oh, God, you know what? And I used to do this a lot. So yeah, I'm talking to myself. There was a time I'll be like, God, I'm going to open my Bible now. And whatever I open to is I what see. you are saying to me. And it's going to I happen. Too. <laughs> can, can we pause on that, please? Can we just too. pause a little bit on that, on that? Do you know that you are trying to break a table that I feel like the church leaders don't break this table at all? Do you know that last year, I was trying so hard to like, just like, I need any word, like any random word, just give me a word, a word, a word, a word. And I was like, you know what, girl, we're going like to I just this. I'll, the word, I beg. Yes, I'll, I'll pick my Bible and open it. And anyway, you lead me to, I'll hold on to that word. And I will never forget, I keep opening my Bible that I kept opening, opening and opening. And it kept taking me back to the prayer of sin. That place that King David was repenting of his sin with Bathsheba. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, no, this is not I'm so angry. Yeah, so it's actually very that. funny. Yeah, it's actually very funny because a lot of us do this, right? And um, until you get that word from God that's specific to your situation, <laughs> it will be difficult for you to move forward. Um, Kishi would laugh about this, but uh, before I even go into that, uh, I think I'm going to be focusing on my life from between... 2018 to date and i'm doing this mm. because there's relevance in in everything that everything this topic encompasses yes. um and funny enough when i was praying today i actually asked god for a word um in this podcast and everything and i'm just happy that it's flowing right now because i was very confused um so before before i do that like i said um he should laugh at me but like I said, God speaks to me in strange ways. And sometimes mm -hmm. I, I kind of ask questions like, okay, I don't understand. So I'll give you a good example. Um, I was in an accident last year, last year, June. And when I when the accident happened, as I was getting down from the car, the Holy Spirit told me, do not be angry. It would have been worse. But you have been redeemed. And yeah, what? and they said, and they said, and they said, most importantly, you're in a phase where things are changing. If you get mm. angry, you will slow yourself down. 
So you can imagine me getting down from the car and my normal reaction would be to be very upset to start screaming. And I just look at the guy and I'm like, dude, this is a rental. I don't even know how to go forward from this. And hmm. the guy who was not supposed to be on the road at the time and he was illegally on the road, um, started screaming in different ways like, oh, he's screwed. Um, and I didn't know at the time, it, was, it wasn't until the police came and said, oh, his license was suspended, that I understood Yay. the gravity of what he had done. So what it wasn't was even supposed to be on just... the road. Wow. Um, and as I left that scene, after everything had been sorted, um, God reminded me and said, now I want you to dwell on a song on 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 a um worship on a worship um program it was shekere and it was the last shekere that was recorded in april of 2022 so i started dwelling on shekere from that time and just praying with it and kishi knows my relationship with songs and prayers i mean uh We've, we've been together on that. <laughs> and Disclaimer, so I on this, this person dragged me to do Shekere with him for an entire month. <laughs> Guys, you need to, I don't think you know what Shekere is. I would add a link in our comment box. You should see what Shekere is. It's an hour-long worship song, beat with Yoruba songs, old songs. I'm like, God, what, what am I committed to? What is wrong with Yoruba songs? Are you not Yoruba? Be proud of <laughs> your tribe. <laughs> <laughs> no because anyway, i think i, I think Karen. i think it's because of the deep spiritual feeling you get from it like there's something that yes. just comes out of you when you get it so i mean i dwelt on shekere for a while and then um funny enough the spirit moved from shekere to one particular song i heard on shekere um mm. and mm. when i started singing this song I did not know the relevance until I had a second accident in the same in, um, in Nigeria. Yes. And it opened up a lot to me. Like I was fighting battles, but mm. I did not know that I was fighting battles. The only time I knew I was fighting battles was when some of them manifested in the physical. It's cool, right? And and um, it wasn't just about even having accidents. And I was in other areas as well. Yes. And so uh, even my younger sister, um, when I was with them, was like, you and this song, let this song rest. And I said, at this time, I had the second accident. I'd gone through a couple of major things with the company um, and even in my personal life. And I looked at her and I said, one yeah, day you yeah. would understand why this song is the song it's for my so season like why it is <laughs> I, exactly like why it is a relevant song for my season and it, it, it just puts me in that spot of no matter what comes to be honest mm. i would stay faithful and i'll stay praising like it can be difficult in fact it's it, not that it can be difficult it gets difficult but i'll mm. stay praising um, so let me back up, because I, I know you probably have some more questions. Let me back up to where I said, I'm going to talk about my life from 2018 to date. Mm -hmm. um, I moved from the UK to Nigeria 2017, from Nigeria to Canada 2018. 
as that as at the time I was moving to Canada in 2018, I had my master's degree in information systems, one of the best universities in the world, I mean, one of the top 100 universities in the world. Um, I'd gone mm. to a private university for my BSc. So I, mm. I was I was more than confident. I had a certificate, which at the time when I had the certificate, I was one of the top 200 people in the world to have the certificate in that field. So you can wow. imagine the confidence. I was so yeah. confident <laughs> that my degrees, my certifications would open doors for me. All I need to do is just to stroll in, knock on that door and say, hey, guess what, I'm here. Open the door. And I moved to Canada and um, <laughs> got on board me. And uh, I, I was still learning a lot about humility at this point. I was still, I mean, I wasn't handling rejection as well as I do right now. Because um, I got to a point in my life that I'll call the dark season. And um, if we know how dark seasons work, these are seasons. Um, some people say it's just one season you have that's dark in your life. I beg to differ. Um, as you progress and as you accumulate certain levels of spirituality you get more dark seasons to deal with uh, i don't think elijah had just one dark season i don't think jesus christ himself had one dark season i mean in fact if we want to summarize jesus's story it was the temptation from the devil it was the time when he could have told god you know what i'm not doing this, the world this can save themselves. exactly it was the one when um even when he rose up from the grave he could have decided you know what these people have had enough of me i'm going back to heaven but i said no i would show myself up again i would give them instructions on what to do so there, there were a couple of them right and these are even some of the ones the bible has told us there, there are a couple of them we yeah. don't know from the bible right i mean mm -hmm. there was the one where he went back to his native his native town and they rejected him I mean, at that point, he would have been done with it, right? And let's not forget the most important one. He had the power. He had the power. He had the power yeah. to say, you know what? This is the end of the world. Let's wrap things yeah. up. And the yeah. world would not be the way it is. But mm -hmm. he knew how to handle those things, right? <clears throat> so, yes, um, I was navigating the dark season in my life. And I told Kishi this. I got to a point where I said, God, I'm not living life the way I should. I know what my life can be like. And I mm. said, if you don't want me in the world, just take my life. I, I don't care. And I was actually mm. thinking of how to end things and all that and, and just make things go away. Um, but one thing we need to know is when we navigate dark seasons, God brings specific people our way to yes. shine the light. But then... Um, it's only up to us to open our hearts to those people. To see those people. So I had a friend like that who kind of helped me think through, think out of that box and say, you know what, if you are still living, then there's a reason for that. Um, mm. And this was me when I got to this point who I would encourage my friends who were suicidal or encourage my friends who were going through things, walk through that journey with them and pull them out. So it was like God saying, yeah, you've walked through this journey with people, experience what the journey looks like yourself. And it was a mm. very, very bad place for me. So I had, mm. to, I had to start reinvigorating my mind, basically what they call mind deliverance, right? I had to start yeah. delivering my mind. This was, this was in 2019. Um, 
and we're approaching a very, very tumultuous 2020 that I didn't even know about. Let's right? come in. But I had to start reinvigorating my mind from this point that whatever God does, it does for a good reason. Yeah. And we just need to be patient to see it come to pass. One thing mm. I always hold on to through any storm I go through is that if I wake up the next day and I open my eyes, God has given me another opportunity to find gold in that day because it's, it's not done with me yet. And those are things I hold on to, to be honest, for every day that I navigate in this life, good or bad. So one of the things that you said that really just got to me, that made me really see that indeed one of the reasons you consistently keep going through all of this journey with such calmness is because of the fact that you've been able to grow in some areas with God by experience. And I think for me, it's it's such a, um, I don't know how to put it. I don't know how to articulate it. It's one thing to be able to understand that God is good and kind to me. He would hold me, would uphold me, all of these things like that. And it's another thing to go through experience and still be able to maintain that stance in the midst of such experiences. Because I'll never forget, I think it was um, later last year, you were telling me about the accident that happened in Nigeria, right? Around yeah. that December, your birthday period. You didn't tell me when it happened. Oh, that and was even the third one. That was in the second of <laughs> Can you imagine? And honestly, I was so livid. Sorry, come on. Because... What? what did you tell? <laughs> what? <laughs> so I had a total of four accident three, experiences three last accident year. that I knew of and one other one that I didn't even know of. So the ones that he told me about, I didn't know of that one until he told me. And I was so angry because I was like, you, you, you can't keep, we can't keep just ignoring that these things are, yes, we know, we believe that God is good, but at this point, something has to be going on. Like, doesn't make any sense. This is becoming too much. And I'm not talking about little accidents because I think maybe the way he talks will make it look so, just something little, like maybe a scratch on my bumper, that kind of thing. No. It was serious accidents that could have, we could not be here today. And I'm so thankful that we are here, by the way. But one major thing that happened in that moment of really seeing that this person, and I'll never forget on your birthday, I played that song. Um, it's a particular song by one Nigerian artist that I love so much. I'm going to link the song to this podcast um, um, notes, show notes. But the major thing that I learned in that time of really, I, I was almost going to say, let the song rest too, because you know what, you're, you're over. And you, it, you actually told me to let it rest. Okay, I, I, I'm sorry I did. But guys, Tony's voice is not the best voice in the world for singing. No shade. His song, his singing voice, you, it, it, it requires a lot of work, extra work. So I yeah, remember but, one but God, day, I God does it. God doesn't look about look at my voice for me praising. Thank God he does not. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember one day I was just like, please, guy, let this let the song rest. Like you know what? Let's let's leave this song alone. So on his birthday, and I, I planned a surprise birthday prayer section for him, and I was just like asking the Lord, okay, what do you want me to do? Like how can I make it special for this person? And I'll never forget God just telling me like get a song played for him before you guys start praying. Play that song. 
And at that point, I knew that this was actually a song that God had given to this person because forgot to be reiterating it again that I should go back to the song. And apparently it means a lot to this person and to God. It means something to both of them. And I wasn't going to disobey that. And why did I want to point this out? See, we don't go through seasons in our life by just holding on to the fact that God is good and kind. You should be able to have tangible um, evidence of what the Lord is doing with you in that season, in songs, in books. Not all of us will get songs, but it's something that God is going to use to communicate to you. And do you remember that time, Bella, that we were talking last year? And I was saying it over and over that I don't know what I would have done without my playlist. I don't know what I would have done without my playlist. Not because this playlist is some kind of um, some kind of idol. It's not an idol, but there is just something in this entire songs that are collated for this season that keeps reminding me of the fact that this is a transition. Anytime that you're going through a season that doesn't look like what God has promised to you, it's a transition and you're going to come out of it very, very refined, furnished and thoroughly prepared for you. How was the entire process for you? Moving from a place of realizing that, you know what, I, I have to let go of these things and embrace the plans that God is that God has prepared for me, even if this plans look like joblessness for several years. Do you want to talk about that, please? Oh, yes, yeah, sure, definitely. Um, so the truth is, um, once once God has prepared the way for us, God doesn't do haphazard jobs. It doesn't do, don't worry, I'm just going to prepare January to match for you, and then you can struggle mm. through the rest of the year. Um, no, he has a blueprint. And again, that's why you need to know what his word for you is specifically in that season. Um, for instance, I think it was this week, I was playing some songs and praying and everything. And no matter how much my mind drifts and comes back and everything, I try to hold on to God in those seasons when I'm praying and singing and doing all those things. And one word came to me, Oromonisha Fayati. Mm -hmm. And I think it was Don't Sing that was singing that particular part of the song and everything. Yes. And immediately I screamed it out. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you, Jesus, because I know this is a word I need to hold on to and steward. Um, this is especially for we Christians who grew up as Christians all our lives, who grew up in the church and everything. Um, we get words from God, but we don't steward those words. Mm. Um, but it's very, very important to steward words. Uh, and the truth is, no matter how long the manifestation comes, the word of God itself says, um, just like the dew from heaven does not go forth until the earth is nourished, right? Bringing harvest to the planters and providing bread for the eaters. It says, so it is with my word. It will not go void. The desires that I want for those words will be accomplished. And it didn't mm -hmm. stop there. It didn't just say, oh yeah, it's just going to be desires. So you just dream about it. Oh, God said he's going to make me a king in nations. And you're just dreaming about people are bowing down to you. No, it didn't stop there. It said, my purpose will be accomplished. Mm. And that is it. God's purpose over any word he gives to us would always be accomplished. Yes. Again, I didn't know this. I mean, funny enough, there's a song about it and everything. And I loved that song so much. But I didn't come into the reality of that song 
until I started understanding God for who mm. he is in his purpose. In fact, it was the time when God taught me to pray one very dangerous prayer. So imagine applying for jobs and I'm like, Lord, your will and not mine. And not mine. <laughs> and I've looked at the job and it's telling me it's going to pay 130,000 to 180,000 Canadian dollars per year. And I'm like, Lord, ah, your will and not mine. I love this job, I want it, but your will and not mine. In fact, I felt at some point, now I'm saying I felt because I don't believe it's God as well. And I mean, it would also be God training me, right? But I felt yes. at some point that I made some jobs an idol in my heart. And as mm. soon as I made that job an idol, I knew I wasn't going to get the job. Wow. As soon as I started singing praises about the job, about how oh, they'll reach out it's to me very so soon, good. the interviews was very good the role is good, it's what I love and everything. The next week I'm getting, oh, we're sorry to inform you, or unfortunately we cannot progress with. And this I just go back and I'm like, I just go back and I'm like, God, again, your will be done and not, and not mine. And at the point I started getting a lot prophetic um, words from people. And how I know prophetic words um, have been rightly said over me is because um, even the Bible says it, it will be confirmed in the mouth of different witnesses, right? Yes. Different people started saying similar things concerning me, um, how this is what it will be. In fact, there was one that I got about one job. I'd gone so far, I was just waiting for an offer. And um, <clears throat> I met with this apostle and he just prayed with me and he said, or you're expecting something. No, he didn't even pray with me. He just said it as an utterance, like, oh, there's someone on this call expecting a job. I'm sorry to tell you, but that job is not yours, so it's not going to come. And <laughs> my heart just beats very fast. I'm like, not again. Like, you, you have to be playing with me. <laughs> I'm like, not again. Oh, my. And I mean, I, I had to let it go, right? Um, let me come back to my timeline to, to, to explain further. So 2018, I got to Canada, tried different jobs, didn't get any. I had to start working in a field that wasn't too relevant to mine. Um, just to make ends meet was minimum wage. They were treating us like we begged them for the job anyways and all that. And it was painful. It was excruciating to see that you'd go to work and get little or no value from the work you were doing. Um, mm. So I, I, I ended that job um, December 2018, went to Nigeria for some time, came back again January 2019, prepared myself, I put a strategy together. I was like, between January and April, I prepared for a particular exam in my field, passed that exam. By May, I'll start getting calls for jobs and everything. By mm. June, I should start working. <sighs> but good to God, by May of that year, 2019, I got another job, but wasn't in my field. I mean, it was kind of relevant to what I wanted to do. Um, but again, it was minimum wage to start with and all. And if you know what minimum wage jobs do, it's just to pay the bills, right? You really can't do yeah, so so you're, basically some Your focus is on the job, basically. Your mm. focus is on the job. You can't you can't really put, put in efforts into other things. And the demand is so much. And I was going through it, and I remember very clearly. And it was during this period I went through that rough time of 
asking God if this is his will for me, if this is what he wanted me to do. And um, January 2020, funny enough, um, first week January 2020, I had this almost revelation-like dream where the spirit was telling me, so you decided to put your trust in this job. Mm. And I was like, it's the only thing I have. What else can I do? Um, and I knew where it was coming from because on that job, and it was one of the triggers that I had to start contemplating ending things and all that because it tasked me psychologically, tasked me mentally. And I was like, I knew I was more than this. Why am I going through this? But really, the truth is, when we go through things like that, sometimes it's preparation for what is to come. Yes. It's preparation for you to know that when the real challenges come, you already have a blueprint. You pass through something to handle those challenges. Past. Yes, basically. So the spirit, like I said, it was it was trust, right? Um. For those who live in this part of the world, they'll know, they'll know we do this um, tax system where you have to declare your income for the previous year and you either get tax credit or you get tax mm. debits. If you get tax debits, you have to pay the government what you owe them. If you get tax credits, the government pays you the excesses that they've collected from you as tax. And um, this time I just filed for my taxes. Backstory, um, that same January, um, my church had this partners meeting, which I was attending not to be a partner, but I was attending as um, the part of the hospitality team that was taking care of catering for the event. But during this event, um, my spirit pushed me and said, you're going to also make a partnership vow. And I'm like, no. I am not going to do that. I don't I'm have enough to money, money down for to this. do this. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the spirit said, okay, let's see. So um, as the stuff was wrapping up, I picked up one of the flyers. I looked at it. And I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm going to do this. I, I don't know how the money is going to come, but yeah, I want to trust That's you and I'm going cool. to do it. Um, so yeah, I, I did make a commitment um so back to filing for taxes and everything i had like a tax credit funny thing was in january when i was going for that partners program and the spirit was telling me i was going to be a partner so and everything he had told me how much i was going to be committing and he had told wow. me where the money would come from I was going wow because like he had told me he, he had given me a value not the exact figure, but a value range of what my tax credit was going to look like. So um, tax credit season came and everything. And that value, that range was what I got. Wow. Uh, but then the pandemic had started when this happened. So I was in that point of, Lord, you see my art. I really want to do this, but... But I do you think survive. I should go ahead and do this? Yeah, like I'm, I'm out of job. I don't have a source of income. We don't know how long this pandemic is going to last. And um, I remember I had, I had a friend at home that day. So I stepped into the bathroom to shower and everything. And this word came to me like, prove me if I would not open the windows of heaven for you. And mm, it's a scripture actually. Reign of abundance, yes. And uh, as soon as I heard it, I jumped out of the bathroom, ran to my room, opened up like my bible typed it out found the scripture bookmarked it and then i spoke with my friend i'm like okay 
have someone in this dilemma. Like, just you tell me what to do. And she was like, hmm, Tony, if your friend knows there is the spirit of God that is speaking to them, person should then, take then a crazy fit. Yeah, she was like, it's crazy fit, right? The person should put the seed and everything. I was like, okay, yeah, no problem. Thank you. I told my friend. So I went back into the bathroom. I was just praying, Lord, let me know what to do. Give me peace about this thing. As soon as I stepped out, I just I just went to my phone and did the transfer, the full amount of money. I'm like, Lord, I'm in your hands. Whatever it is, it's up to you now. Um, funny enough, the week after someone calls me and says, Oh, the government is running this program, you qualify. So apply and everything. And that was how I started getting like my needs met for that period. And funny mm-hmm. thing was. It was that year I did a lot more things for myself than I yes. did even when I was working. It was from mm. that year I had more time to spend with God, to spend with the Bible. It was that same year I met Kishi and we started it talking was that a lot. Same. Trust me, process is going to look like. And it was so mind-blowing because I'm, I'm a witness to how much you became so invested in meeting God's need. Because people don't talk about how when we give, we're not giving to people, we're giving to God. So it, it looks like you were doing things just out of you being kind, you being generous, but it was you actually living in accordance to God's intentions, God's instruction. Yeah. And why this is important for me to, is because I would never forget over and over, I would ask you, why do you want to do this? It's too much. Like, Guys, I learned how to give from two people in life. My dad and Tony, it's no jokes. I don't like giving. I'm not, I'm not even going to be very, I'm not going to lie here. And tell you <laughs> giving is a blood thing to me. I give from the very day I've been, I've been giving back to you. It's not true. Giving is such a big deal to me because I, I, I believe that the way I think is that I should give to people that I care about. So when it comes to other people, I, you need to give me a reason to give you something. So God had to put these people in my life to show me that giving is not based on who you are. Because there are times where he, he has done things for me. And I'll say to myself, Kishi, you don't deserve this. You don't. You don't. You don't even deserve this thing. But because of the fact that God is just so good, he would use people to reach out to you because they are meeting his need and not just your need. So I, I personally think in that moment, you, you were so yielded to God much more than you would have been if you were working. And I'm not trying to say um, the fact that you had no job was a, a way for God to like prove a point alone. Because one thing I think I like to let people understand is this, our journeys are different. Yeah, Our journey yeah. would always be different. What is required of you is going to be different of what is required of me. So in that process of you going through that season where God was constantly taking those jobs from you because you knew it was becoming an idol to you and that was the best way it could reach to you and get your attention. It might not be the way it was going to work with somebody else. So yeah, I just have to clarify that. I'm just oh, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. But the important thing is to know, I mean, with discernment, the right people God has brought into your life. Um, mm-hmm. I've had an experience where the person who walked me through a tough situation wasn't a praying Christian, wasn't a Bible-believing Christian, was just a Christian with face value, Christian, right? Mm. But that person taught me values that I needed for a stage in my life. And Mm. it's what we need to know. When we get into different phases of life, different people would come. The people I, um, there's one thing I always tell people we can always just do in face value. Think about the number of people you associated with 
the year before, compared to the number of people you associated with last year, you would see that at least one or two people dropped off the radar mm -hmm. and one or two people joined that radar. Again, now bring that it into true. this mm -hmm. new year. Yeah, so bring it into this new year. By the time you end this year, you find out that the people you are doing life with have also changed again. Mm. It's only mm. a few people you maintain as proper relationships in your life. And those are the ones you know um, are giving you the best kind of value or let's not even spiritualize it. Sometimes they're just there. They're just people that a good, a bad, then good day. No matter what, they're like... Where, where they're, do I fall into? I want to distract you. Where do I fall into? Those, those people... Those people, those people, those people, like I said, <laughs> those people, like I said, um, are just a proof to show you that life is going on. That's the truth. And another important thing is God doesn't just send people to encourage you. God sends yeah. people to you so you can be an encourager to them. And I've noticed it a lot. There's always provision. The, the thing with provision is if you are not content enough with the provision that comes for a particular season, you get derailed thinking God is not providing for you. Mm. So um, one word I'll leave with people, um, rejection is not a good thing, but build a foundation and stay on that foundation. And that foundation yes. is yes. In yes. that foundation is God's word for you. Not just God's word, it's God's word for you. Um, mm. I think it's um it's either don't see or yekon or someone else who I listen to that says, um, because people call God Yahweh does not mean he's Yahweh to everyone. Mm-hmm. So, he is Yahweh, but in diverse season, you yes, have to know who he is to you. To you he can be Rafa to you, he can be Jaira so to for, you in for, that season. For, for me, for this season now, I know God is my Oromanisha Fire Tea because I've heard that. Mm, and it has mm, I right? like that. In the previous like season, that. God was Yahweh. In, in another previous season, he was my protector. But now I've moved, I've transcended. It's, so it's very important because those are the words you need to know to help mm. with your season. I can relate yes, to that. Yes, that was what I was, was wondering. Why is Bella not talking? Whoa. Because I was telling Uncle Tony yesterday that um, he was even saying, "I hope you guys don't cry on today's recording," because I'm just like, it's so it's such an irony that we are recording this, and this is literally a situation that we are currently going through individually, and it's so hard to talk mm -hmm. about it and not realize that. I'm still jobless, so I don't know what, what yeah. encouragement do I have to give to people. Because at the end of the day, there's no, you know, the way th th things happen in the society where people don't talk about problems until they have solutions. Mm -hmm. So it's easy to celebrate. Mm -hmm. You see them talking about, oh, if only I could have reminded the twelve-year-old me that you'll be fine. Yeah, Why did you tell the twelve-year-old you then that you'll be fine? <laughs> then that you, I, no, I, you, I, you, I remember something that he said where he was like that. You would always just have to learn to trust God, and I think that's like the most. It's like the simplest and the hardest thing. And I remember one time I was talking to Lord, and I said that maybe because trusting in you just means believing in you, and it's so simple that my human nature is like it can't be this easy. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like it can't be this easy to just commit your life to someone's hands. It can't be this easy to just be still and know that he's God. Like it can't just, it can't be this easy that God will just take you to various seasons. And then he'll take you to seasons that some of them are not even for you. Like he said, 
you know, that he has gone through certain um, um, situations and then the Lord will send him people that he will not be the one encouraging. Do you get that means that the season he was going through wasn't even necessarily for him alone. It was yes. for the people that the Lord was bringing to him. And I think that's just, that's really important because there was something I was watching on um that, that together and Stephanie Ike was saying something that there are things that you will go through with the Lord that is for your generation. It's not even for you. It's for maybe somebody like your third grandchild that, you know, somebody's <laughs> going to share, oh, grandma too went through and she's like, oh my God, and that's just going to give her like hope to just hold on to God and just believe in. We'll sing this, um, I'm going to shade Kishi now. We'll sing this Stephanie Grazinga song, this, um, no one cared about me like Jesus. This is that one where she says that, um, at the end of her life, she just wants to be known as someone that served God. But then to be known as someone that served God, you have to go through various tests. Look at Abraham. He was called a friend of God, but look at the things that he had to go through. Look at the things that his descendants had to go through. But then we read about them now and they serve like as a form of encouragement or hope for us. So yeah, I honestly, I was I was really blessed with that kind of life. Yes. And, and I think another thing I would just like to impute in that is this, one of the biggest deal about all of this entire process, it's not just the fact that there is a blessing at the end of it for us. I personally have get to that stage where I am content to say, if at the end of the day, because people have tend to idolize reward and blessings and make it look like if you're going through something, it's preparing you for what he has prepared for you. God might not be preparing yeah, sometimes you Sometimes God is not preparing you for nothing. Don't wait. It's, it's, it's not preparing you for anything. anything. It just wants you to be like him. It's that simple. I was telling somebody the other day that I so let me let me, let me let me actually even break a table on this. Um part you've said ahead, that please. when we feel that God prepares us, God is preparing us all the time for something. He's not necessarily preparing us for something, right? Um, there are seasons mm-hmm. that I've personally gone through that I'm like, God, whatever it is, show me. And there's nothing like, you know, when they say still darkness or gross darkness filled yeah. everywhere, <laughs> that was it for me, like nothing. And it's the way some mm. people give and they're like, God, with this giving, I know you're going to bring You're going to give me back in abundance, down, down my band. together, running over. And <laughs> it is in that season that once you give that thing like this, in fact, you've given your, some people will say they're giving their widow's might. Some people will say they've given their, um, their Isaac offering. But at this point, for the next few months, in fact, sometimes a year or two, nothing. I am like, God. Why? And God is looking Nothing. at you. Like, my dear, the reason my grace why is, is because exactly my grace is not that sufficient. <laughs> and not that sufficient for you. Purpose for you is to know mm-hmm. that something good is coming out, but you need to be yeah. ready for that good. There are a lot mm-hmm. of things that have happened to us. Again, I say reflection is always very good. There are a lot of things that have happened to us that by the time we reflect and think through it. There were things that we prayed about 10 years ago. There were things we prayed about seven years ago, five years ago. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. And they're just happening. And you're like, wow, okay, God. Yeah. I didn't see yeah. this coming. But again, reflection, yeah. reflection comes from a place of thankfulness, right? Comes yeah. from that place of sitting still and saying, God, I want to, I want to recount the things you've done for me. I'm not coming mm-hmm. to ask you for anything. I'm not coming to say, God bless me with this or bless me with that i just want to thank you and you begin to reflect on these things 
and you begin to understand why God had to make you go through certain seasons. You begin mm. to understand why some of those seasons were dark seasons, were seasons where you had to be quiet, you had to be still, mm-hmm. like you had to mm-hmm. be completely still. Uh, wisdom comes into play. I don't joke with God's wisdom. I don't. Yeah. I mean, I joked. I joked with it sometime last year, and I burnt myself. But this year, mm. I told God, I said, even if I want to drink water, I would ask for your wisdom. Yes. Hmm. Mm. That that's such a big deal, and I I I, yeah. I I feel like it is everything to trust God. It's another thing to obey God. The Bible did not say yes. trust alone. It said trust and obey. Trust and there obey. is no other mm. way to be happy and all mm. of that. It's a song that we coin. Mm. But I, I'm mm. so blessed by today's entire episode. Not because of yeah. the fact that it, it speaks to every single thing I'm currently going through. I remember yesterday when Bella called me. Bella didn't know what I was going through yesterday, Uncle T. I, I was didn't tell crying, I was crying. I was crying like a baby. <laughs> it wasn't crying. I like to call it willing willing she called she was willing she said can i can i speak can you talk i said yes i can talk she said okay come on life and at that point i knew that there was no point trying to figure out what was going on the best thing was to be Mm -hmm. available in that moment and i one thing i also learned from god last year was that you are not in a competition to let people know what you're going um, to know let people know the degree of suffering you guys are going through so there's no point yeah. saying me too. I even me too, self. Even me too. Mm. Even me too. It's not a competition. So, <laughs> it's not a competition. If you can encourage somebody in that moment, offer it. And if you can't, just let them know that you mm-hmm. can't. So at that moment when she called and she was willing seriously, and I asked her, we did our breathing exercises. It really helps a lot. And after all of that, I, I told her, I told her the processes that I feel like God has used to help me. And I, I remember one thing I told Bella that I didn't even tell Uncle T yesterday. One of the things that I never had to battle with in life is comparison and pressure. I was saying, we were talking yeah. about it last week on our episode that I don't have, I don't have FOMO. It's not, it's, I'm not, I'm not trying to like tell you that people that have it have a problem, but me, mm-hmm. I do, I've never had to battle with such. It's not a thing, and yeah. It's not a thing for me. Comparison is not a thing for me because I'm so confident Com- in compar- all that I have. Comparison is an enemy of progress anyway. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. And all of a sudden, it was the same me, or, or just one week, just from Monday to this yesterday. I was dealing with serious comparison because I was fixating on somebody's journey and looking at her life and saying, ah, this person is just getting congratulations back to back to back to back to back. And she's going to be on the podcast soon anyways. And I was just like, God, I don't know what you're doing with my life, but it doesn't look like my life is moving. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, was, I, I was so very devastated that yesterday, I had to bring my heart. It was almost like I removed my heart from my body and bring it together and say, God, the enemy is after this heart and you need to protect yeah. it. And yeah. in that moment of asking for a word, a peace to just overwhelm me, I kid you not, Bella, I saw the post all mm-hmm. over today again and I was so calm, undisturbed, my usual self. And yeah. it, it was then I knew that Kishi, you, you, it's not enough to trust God that would, he would help you. You know, I hope that everyone listening to this knows that God cares about them. Mm-hmm. And they are not, not only is Uncle T the beloved of God, but you also. Every one of us, yes, every one of us, yes. I feel like I need to say that because there might be somebody that is just like, oh, you guys do not understand. You don't know what I've done. You don't know where I've been. 
and I'm just here to tell you, I don't know you, you probably don't even know me so well, <laughs> but I'm just here to tell you that you are the beloved of God. You are highly yeah. favored. You are blessed. blessed. His face is shining upon you. His confidence mm-hmm. surrounds you. So, God loves so, you so much. So I can, I can also encourage people with this. Mm-hmm. The year God called me his beloved was a very, very dark year for me as well. I mean, I've gone through mm-hmm. a couple of these years. And it was a year where I rejected myself. I pulled myself down. I told myself no good thing could come out of me because wow. I thought that I thought I'd gone out of God's the modern day the modern mm-hmm. day <laughs> <laughs> But the thing yeah. is, um, no matter how far you think you've gone, uh, there's there's that song that we know that says the reckless love of God. He leaves the yeah. end to find that the, one person. That one person. And David has done all these things and could still produce the savior of the world in his lineage. Mm. Then trust me, you're not far gone. Yeah, you're still oh, you're still in God's will for your life. And and there's yeah. another thing I want people to know: your experiences don't just shape you. I think we mentioned this earlier. Your experiences mm-hmm. shape other people. People want to hear your story and be able to say, if this person can overcome, I can do this. Then I can too. Yes. yes. Yeah. And that's yes. it. That's it. Wow. I think that's our seller moment. Yes. <laughs> I'm I'm so richly blessed, Bella. And from all of the things that I've said that have been said today, my own take home is the fact that you're never far gone. You're never yeah, far gone. Not never just far because gone. of what you've done, but because mm-hmm. of the kind of God you have. God, yes. The one that you believe in and yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, What's thank you so much for staying with us. Thank you, guys. One shaker for you. Let me get my shaker for you guys. You can spoil your shaker. <laughs> <laughs> You guys are the real MVP. Thank you so much. You'll possibly be looking out for your feedbacks, your take-homes, what you've yes, learned so far. Questions. Mm-hmm. Yes. If you would they like to direct any questions to <laughs> Uncle T, we could not stop. Like he kept opening his mouth yeah. and just That's picking with wisdom, wisdom. And mm-hmm. it was so hard to like stop. I I I Bella was mm. like, we need to do a part one and two because we can't just stop this. <laughs> And I do mm-hmm. that. I agree because I don't know how to say because all of these things are really going to bless people. Yeah, so thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so yes. much for people coming. No we love you. You see, yeah, I love you so much. <laughs> I can't wait to come back and share testimonies of the things that God is yes. doing I'm, your life I'm on the same podcast. I can't amen, wait. Amen. 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 Yes. And on that note, we like to close out for the week. We'll be seeing you guys next week. It's such an honor to sit down with you once again this week. We are so blessed to have you listen to us every single week on Wednesdays. God bless you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. I review this podcast where our emails are open. They are not blocked. It's the correct address. Use it. Thank you. (laughs) So guys, we'll be seeing you next time on the podcast. Take care of yourself and enjoy yourself. God bless you. Bye. Bye. Yay.